0: You are now listening to the Youth Forum, your forum, focusing on your issues. And today I'm gladly joined by a young Zimbabwean here in the United States. That is Mike Hohe. Uh, Mike is a radio professional in his own right and uh, doing a lot of other things. Mike, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you. Thank you for joining for me on to the show, man.
0: So, of course, you're a radio person now. Uh, you've worked uh, here in the States. You've worked back uh, in South Africa. Tell us a little bit more about uh, you know, what kind of radio you were doing.
1: Well, in South Africa, I did a lot of things. Uh, I started off on college radio at Monash, South Africa. Um, so I started doing off radio there in 2012, which is when I started my studies. I'm a journalism student, so it was just something that I got into naturally. My father also being a, someone that's in the media world, is something that I've always been interested in. And so I got into radio alongside a couple of my friends, and I haven't turned back since.
0: Now, radio itself is ever-evolving. You know, I think uh, our parents' radio is very different from the radio that we have uh, nowadays. And also content. Can you talk about the content that you've seen?
1: Well, one thing I've come to discover is, as generations have changed, as young people, we seem to learn a lot more from entertainment than we do from books and all these political topics, etc., etc. And so what I've noticed with radio now is young people are more engaged in things that they find a lot more entertaining than they do find a lot more educational. And so when the focus is a lot more on entertainment, but you find a way to slip in education through the entertainment, they tend to catch the message a lot more than they do if the actual core thing is education or politics or you know, they tend to focus more on the entertainment things.
0: You know, as someone who uh, is working in radio, there's also the advent of social media and, you know, the internet. How much is that uh, affecting, in a good or a bad way, a positive or negative way, the work that you're doing in getting your content out there?
1: With regards to social media, I think it's very important in this day and age, especially if you're talking about radio, because kids don't listen to radio as much as, you know, the older generations. Now kids are listening to radio more. When they're in their car and they're playing music, they don't really listen to talk show radio as much as back in the day. And so I think with the introduction of social media, it's become very important because that's the way that you actually advertise yourself as a radio host or your program as the radio program. That is the only way that you can get these kids to actually go, Oh, okay, at this time, there's going to be this program and this kind of music is going to be played or this is what they're discussing, or you know. So social media has become very, very, very crucial in this day and age.
0: But, uh, you know, are we forgetting the audience uh, in the rural areas uh, when it comes to some of this? Because, of course, there is accessibility. uh, But, uh, you know, in the advent of all these newer platforms, uh, do we risk uh, losing the youth that are in the rural areas?
1: No. I think it's still very important to still use shortwave. I never have. I'm always a fan of. For myself, speaking of myself, as a radio host, the type of programs that I host, I like to know that I'm catering to people from both sides. I think it's very important to still group people that I don't have access to the Internet. And so using things like shortwave where people can actually go to a radio and turn it on and listen is still, still super important. But, you know, within this day and age, as much as some people don't have access to the Internet, etc., there's still a huge chunk of people that have transitioned with the time and that now have access to the internet. They may not have access to quality internet, but they still have access to internet. And that means that focus has to be displayed on both ends.
0: How can we really leverage uh, making sure that we stay connected between uh, those in the diaspora, those back at home in Zimbabwe, to continue you know, conversations like this and also continue to make sure that content is able to be available to everyone? Um
1: education and social media are probably the most biggest lessons that we have of this generation. I think if we are to continue a conversation on an international platform between the youth in Zimbabwe and the youth anywhere else in the world, our best bet is probably social media. We need to find a way that we can discuss issues that are relative to everyone on a, you know, as a youth, not just stuff that's relative to Zimbabwe or relative to a specific region. I think it's very important that we realize that as, as the youth in general, we encounter a lot of similar problems and we need to find a way to grow together as the youth.
0: And for those of you who want to follow and uh, you know, see what you're doing, uh, if you can give us your Twitter handle or you know, your Facebook.
1: I'm not on Facebook. I think Facebook is for old people. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Twitter handle is at 3 B-I-G-M-Y-K-E-3. And it's the same handle for Instagram. I show up on Instagram, so please don't comment negatively.
0: And with that, uh, Mike, I want to say thank you so very much uh, for joining me today on the Youth Forum.
1: Thank you for having me, Tatenda.
0: That was Mike Howe-Young, Zimbabwean living here in the United States, and also a radio presenter. Joining me today on the Youth Forum. This is Tatenda Gumbo, and as usual, make sure you join me next week.